As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Bigfoot Eyewitness Radio. For centuries, eyewitnesses have reported seeing giant creatures in the woods of North America and beyond. These forest giants have been known by many names, including Sasquatch, Oma, Yowie, Yeti, and their most commonly used name, Bigfoot. Join us as eyewitnesses share the details of their encounters with these forest giants on the show. And now your host, Vic Cundiff. Hi everyone, thanks for listening. If you've had a Bigfoot encounter of your own and would like to be a guest on the show, please go to BigfootEyewitness.com and submit a report. I'd love to hear from you. My name is Zach D. Sterig. I am the team leader and co-founder of the Southern Illinois Monster Hunters. Also, I'm known as the old school outlaw Duke Randall for Stride Pro Wrestling here in Southern Illinois. As you've heard on the past episodes 100 and 102 that I was on here about four years ago, I've been at this for a long time since I had my first encounter whenever I was nine years old in Randolph County, Illinois. And now it's coming up on 15th or 16th year that I have been in the field researching Bigfoot. But that's all old news. A lot's happened since I've been on the show, but we're going to go into that tonight. But like I said, um, from Southern Illinois, co-founder and team leader of the Southern Illinois Monster Hunters. And um, like I said, a lot happened, and we're going to get into that tonight. Best place I could think to start would be in 2017, 2018. 
in October, I got wind that there was a local seminar going on at the library that I usually do my yearly speech at with my presentation. And it was with our sister team, the Little Egypt Ghost Society. So I attended representing my team as well and also to go and hear what our colleague Bruce Klein had to say. And I get there and there's this guy running around with a camera and he's taking all kinds of pictures and everything. And he's interviewing Bruce and I got with him after the uh, seminar and he uh, introduced himself. His name was Adam and he was doing a project for Southern Illinois University of Carbondale and it was called Small Town, Illinois. It was just a photography project for a class that his professor and instructor had put him on. I said, well, what brings you into my neck of the woods? He goes, well, I was assigned crab orchard. And I said, well, you can't have crab orchard without Southern Illinois monster hunters. So we sat down and we talked and he said, where do you do your research at? And I said, well, I got this little farm here in Williamson County down by the county line that I do a lot of my, you know, research in. And he said, would it be too much trouble to come on out and I just take pictures on a night hunt? And I said, that'd be fine. So we set up, it, that was probably early October. We met early November and he met me. He drove all the way from Carbondale and I, we walked in after I unlocked the gate and we parked our cars inside the field and we just walked in on foot. It was relatively rainy that night. There was no moon. It was very, very foggy. You couldn't even have the headlamp that you had on or your flashlight on the highest setting because it was just so misty and so foggy that it would just make a complete white wall in front of you. So we had our headlamps and our flashlights on the lowest setting possible. And he brought his Nikon camera with a little tripod. I brought my usual 20-gauge shotgun and my headlamp. And I, the reason I brought the shotgun was this was the same area that I had got run out of by a big male back in April of 2017. So I was overly cautious going in this area. And we get to where we're going, and we get to this place that I call the grandfather tree. It's an ash tree that has three trees growing from the same stump. And this thing is very old. As big around as this thing is, three people uh, holding hands couldn't reach around. It's just that big of a tree. And I always started doing this only after I read this about the Native Americans. They would go and leave a peace offering with the spirits of the woods and the great spirit to give them good passage and to have themselves in good graces with the great spirit and the guardians of the forest. So I'd taken like oranges, bananas, apples. I'd take a bottle of water, I'd dump it out at the base of the tree, uh, giving back to the earth. Well, tonight I didn't do that. I just brought a can of Copenhagen tobacco with me. Took a pinch out and I stuck it right there in one of the lower forks of the tree. I give my little speech saying, this is for you, the guardians of the woods. Allow us safe passage. If you want to go and show yourself to us, that's good. And if you don't want to, that's good, too. We just ask that you let yourself be known that you're here. Shortly after that, Adam started taking notes. About five minutes after he started taking his notes, we heard a whoop up on the hill. 
on the west side of the hollow that we was in. And we're down in the little meadow at the base of the hollow. And he starts freaking out. And I'm just like, dude, chill out. It's fine. They're just letting us know that they're here. So I got him calmed down and we crossed the creek and we started up the hill on the east side of the creek that we was uh, from on the hill from the hill opposite to where we heard the the whoops. So we're going up. And I mean, it is just wet. It's dank. It's cold. It's typical weather for early November leading into winter. In southern Illinois, it'll pour and pour and pour until that snow hits. So we're just going up. He's taking pictures. Click, 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 click. Had me do a couple wood knocks uh, for the uh, photography. And then we get to this place that I call the natural hunting stand. And it's this big oak tree that is just gnarled. And it comes up and it's forced to the top, but the force split around like an S shape. And it looks like a footrest and a seat where you could actually sit up in there like you're sitting in a chair and you could actually deer hunt out of that thing if you wanted to. So I was showing him this and I was explaining to him to this. And he said, well, this is real cool. Let me get a picture of this. I said, cool, that's fine. He tries to take his picture and I, he doesn't have, IR. So he was having me hold my flashlight to go and uh, guide us around and help him take his pictures. But his camera lens was having a hard time focusing. He said, so move your light so that way my lens can focus a little bit more. So I'm moving my light around and out of the corner of my eye on my right in this thicket of trees, I'm seeing an eye reflection in the beam of my light. And I stopped. I turned my head to look and see what it was, and I see these two red eyes about the size of a silver dollar looking straight at me. And then, I mean, there was a gap in between them, but the eyes were the size of a silver dollar. And I quit bouncing my light in between the tree and the woods, and I'm focusing on those eyes. And he said, bring your light back over here. My camera ain't focused. I said, screw that. Look over here. And I said, Adam, are you seeing the eyes? And he said, yeah, barely. And I pointed to where they was. And he says, yeah, I see them. I said, just start taking pictures. Click, 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 click. That guy rattled off on that Nikon camera at least 12 or 14 photographs in succession, rapid succession. And after that, I just turned the light down a little bit and I pointed it towards the ground. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. He's looking at his camera. I'm watching out of the corner of my eye, seeing if there's anything else around. And he said, dude, I think we got him. And he pulled it up and he zoomed in on his Nikon camera and you could see the eyes and the silhouette of the creature where it was sitting up against a tree and he's sitting there watching, but I'm watching this thing because I don't know we're dealing with a wild animal here. You know, all that flashing from his camera would have startled it. You don't know what it's going to do, whether it's going to fight or flight. So he's sitting there still monkeying with his camera, but I'm still watching this thing and I bring my light back up. And I'm seeing the thing coming at us on all fours like a gorilla would. And I have the light on and I see a reflection of white teeth with big canines. And that thing is baring its teeth at us like a chimpanzee would or a gorilla would whenever it's really upset trying to, you know, do that intimidation factor. And I just, the hair stuff on the back of my neck, Adam don't even know what's going on. He's still focusing on his camera. And I put a shell in that shotgun. I said, cover your ears. He, and before he could turn around and said, what? I had that hammer thumb cocked and I shot in the air and the creature that was in front of us took off. He starts freaking out and I'm like, dude, chill. It's fine. Well, I didn't know that he had an infection, so the concussion from the shotgun really hurt his ear. And then I'm getting him, and I'm like, you okay? He goes, yeah. And about that time, we heard two more take off down the, at the base of the hill, down into the hollow that we had just come out of. And in that hollow, from our side to the opposite side is the side we got to go to get back to the road. And he starts freaking out, and I just told him, I said, Adam, just calm down. Don't show fear, but we got to get out of here. We've overstayed our welcome. And so we backed out and we got across the hall and back up the other hill. And we're walking back across the field to get to the cars. And you're hearing knocks all throughout that hollow that we was in. You'd hear one down at the south end. You'd hear one down at the north end, one at the far east, one at the northeast and one at the southeast end. It was just knock, 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 knock. And they were solid and everything. It was like they were celebrating that we had left. So 
cut to a couple weeks later, uh, about December. It was right before Christmas. I got a call, and it was Adam. And Adam was inviting me to come to the God that they had for the small town Illinois presentation. And that guy had so much that he'd done. He chose to go and include our encounter. And bear in mind, up until this point, this guy was a skeptic on anything Bigfoot, cryptid, or paranormal. He did not give it one lick, but he was willing to come out because it was interesting enough to get a grade for a class at SIU. So he went and he went in a non-believer and to this day he'll tell you exactly what we heard and what we saw that night. But after that, I started doing a little bit more work with SIU. Uh, I started giving a couple uh, lectures at the local libraries for professors. And then in about April or June of 2018, 2019, I believe. Yeah, it was 2019. About April, June, a young lady contacted me by the name of Haley. And she was a student of SIU's media program. So she said that we are with a show that has been on PBS for the past 20 years, and it's called Alt News 2646. We're wanting to do a segment on you. Would you be interested? I got back with her, and I talked with her about it. We set up whenever her camera crew could actually come out and film. So I had a lecture scheduled for July 27th of that year at the Marion Carnegie Library. We all met up, all of them, uh, for a lack of a better term. don't mean to sound offensive when I say this, but they were city slickers. They didn't look like they'd been out of the office a day in their life. So we went and um, set up. They interviewed me beforehand, and I just told them, I said, you know, get your angles because this is one shot and uh they videoed me giving my lecture we had a big crowd of people we had like 75 people crammed in that little room for the lecture and they interviewed a couple people they interviewed me i had my gear display at the table i had the map with all the sightings that if anybody attends my uh seminars that they could put a pin of a different color whether green pink or black into that map where they had their encounter. So they wanted me to take them out on a night investigation. I said, that's fine. I don't got no problem. And then they went and loaded up in the truck. I met them somewhere and we drove back in to the property where we was going to go. And this property for the recent couple of months had been under heavy construction um, a bunch of linemen from the local power company was out and they had this big straightaway of power lines, heavy duty power lines that they was replacing. So they had all kinds of heavy machinery. They had dozers, they had cherry pickers, they had roads cut in there for semis to get back in there to haul the big power poles. And these were big beefy poles over a hundred feet long. So I figured with all that activity in the area, that would be the area to go and have any kind of activity from humans it would attract um bigfoot because i was thinking back you know back in the 50s and the 40s with those loggers in british columbia finding 
the footprints around their bulldozers and their logging equipment, I figured, you know, what the heck, it's worth a shot. Let's go here. So we met up and we got out there and they're interviewing me and everything. We walked about a mile, mile or two back in to down this trail where the linemen had cut the road. And we stopped there right before sundown. And I said, go get your, get your pictures, get your angles, your shots, whatever you need to do. And did a little bit of an interview and we walked back up and there's a road down there on this property, which is my property that my granddad had cut with a dozer. So that way deer hunters could go and hunt on that road and hang tree stands because we lease our property out. So we're walking up. We found what we look like to be a footprint. We went and we um, did a couple of knocks, a couple of whoops. And we were just trying to make as much racket as we could going up this trail from the south end of the woods to the north edge of the woods, trying to get something to follow us. And so we got to the north edge. We'd been hiking for about, I want to say about a good hour and a half, two hours, just hiking this trail, trying to get to the north edge of the woods, very thick and very big. So we get there. And I said, okay, everybody, take five. Let's get our breath. I'll get you guys a chance to change your batteries on your cameras and your SD cards, whatever you need to do. Haley asked me, and she said, would you do some calls and some wood knocks for the filming? And I said, well, that's fine, but we're going to do something here. Because here's the thing. It was up in, in that first area that we went to uh, that night. It was me and five other guys, Haley was the only female in that group. And I always found in my research that Bigfoot are attracted to the female voice and women in general. So I said, here's what we're going to do. Everybody put your cameras on. I'm going to give a wood knock. Haley, I want you to give directly at that. So I knock and I counted it down. Knock. Whoop. We sat there, not 30 minutes later, back down the same trail we just come out of. There was a real loud bang on the tree. And they caught it on audio. So they were playing it back on the camera, and you could hear it clear as day. And while we're playing it back, we're all huddled around the camera, and no other camera was going. That knock hit again, but it was closer this time. And then another one got closer. And the one that got the closest, I would estimate, was within 70 feet of us. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Because I mean, it would sound like whenever you play baseball and you hit a fastball with a wooden bat, that's exactly what it sounded like. So I said, all right, you guys are my priority. Your safety is my number one priority at this point. So we need to get out, get back to the cars, and we need to go. We get back to the cars, and we're loading up our vehicles. And over on the camera crew's SUV they drove in, it looked like there was fingerprints, like something had been bent over and put its hand up on the door or on the window to go and peer down into the vehicle itself. So they got to document that. And it was relatively, you think that's a lot of activity. It just gets better from there. We went we was on the way back. I was leading them out and they called me on my radio and they said, we want to go and film the area that Adam had his encounter in with you. Well, Adam and Haley were mutual friends. And so word got out about Adam. So I'm like, okay, we can go. So we stopped and I'm like, this place is even bigger and more heavily concentrated on activity then this first place that we came out of so i'm like i need extra help in the woods with these kids i stopped and i picked my brother up and he's my second in command on the southern illinois monster hunters i called him and i said get in the truck we're going down to area one and we get down there and we start walking in again i leave my offering at the grandfather tree and they filmed me doing it and i Let's give the same speech I did like I did whenever Adam was there. And we started off and they said, we want to see the big bend and the tree in the tree. Well, the big bend and the tree in the tree are two formations that I have in my presentation that they saw earlier that the big bend is a big tree. I mean, full grown oak tree that's probably maybe 15, 20 years old, that is a big around as a coffee can, but it's bent clean over and it's pinned underneath deadfall. And then the tree in the tree is another tree that had been uprooted, turned upside down, and the root ball stuck up in the fork of a tree. And it made like an A-frame. I said, okay, I can take you there. We get over there and we're filming the tree in the tree. And everybody's spread out, and they're getting their camera angles. Well, they've got three cameras on me. We had four. 
and everybody's got like audio equipment running, yada, yada, yada. And I'm talking about the tree in the tree. And then one of the cameramen screams, I see eyes, I see eyes, I see big red eyes. And I ran down to him and I'll tell you, Vic, he was white as a ghost. And he was literally, he was shaking like a leaf on a tree. He was broke out in a sweat. I got him calmed down. I said, buddy, where did you see it? He said, it was standing right out there. And he pointed. And I said, well, I'm going to walk down there. And I want you to tell me to stop where this thing was. And then I'm going to run my hand up in the air. And you tell me when to stop. And whenever I get to how high it was, where the eyes was, you tell me to stop. I go and I walk. And as I started walking, I started going down a little incline down this little hump in the dirt. And he said, stop right there. And I ran my hand up. And I got all the way extended. And I, he, I said, is that tall enough? He goes, you'd be right below its chin with your fingertips. And I looked up and I hollered at my brother. I said, bring me a stick, a long stick. And we're going to run a tape measure up. So I ran that tape measure up and he hollered stop. And I said, that thing was at least seven foot, eight inches tall. And about that time, a wood knock happened. And it was off at least a hundred yards off to our left from where we was at. Now, facing the direction where the tree in the tree is, it was straight ahead behind it so i'm like guys let's just get out of here let's back out let's go out slow so we had my brother on point i was on drag i had the shotgun and i'm like this is getting you know a little too harrowing i don't want nobody getting hurt i mean you got these six kids out there that they're all from an urban environment, never been really out in the outdoors to this extreme. And I'm taking care of them and we're getting across the property line back over onto area one because area one and area two are right against each other where the tree and the tree and the big bend is, is area two. But where Adam and me had our encounter was area one. So we get across and we stopped and right my brother was up ahead of us and we was all walking single file and he had the parabolic on and they had a camera on him and i'm in the way back i couldn't hear what he said but all of a sudden my brother stopped the march and he said there's something walking straight ahead heavy footsteps mason a cameraman hollered and he told me zach you need to get up here your brother's hearing something on the parabolic mic and I'm up there and I'm listening and I had one earmuff on where I can actually hear out my left ear what's directly around us and with on the right side, I can hear what's on the parabolic and off on our, out my left ear, I hear a, huh! and I ripped the headset off and I said, did you hear that? Huh? And I pointed over to where it was and he said, I'm telling you, there's one, there's one over here and there's one over here. And I said, yeah, but this one was over here on our left, Josh. You didn't hear it. And 
at that point, it was like, circle the wagons. Let's get everybody backed out. So we started walking out. And then there was a big piece of timber that came flying through the canopy. You could hear it ripping through the leaves as it was coming through the leaves. And it landed about 10 feet away from the group. About that time, you could hear one take off from where the piece of timber came flying through the air. One over here behind me, one out there in front of my brother, and one off to the left side of our uh, march. We were surrounded. And I'm like, all right, guys, let's just get out of here. Just keep moving because they wasn't seem like they were showing any kind of aggression. It was like they was kind of like toying with us. And we got across the creek and up on that ridge where me and Adam had uh, heard our encounter. We'd just come off of it. I heard a knock. And I picked up a set of rocks and I clacked the rocks together and I got a response. But then there was another one down at the far end of the holler that knocked back. And I'm like, okay, you know, I didn't want to overstay our welcome like it happened because whenever me and Adam had the encounter with the one that I've since dubbed El Diablo, I've found that the Bigfoot in this area can be aggressive towards humans. There was six of us there, one gun amongst us. And whenever me and Adam had our encounter, there was at least three or four in the woods that night with just the two of us and one gun. That's probably three or four of us, five, six of us, and a bunch of kids that ain't got sense enough to probably even bring bear spray or mace in the woods with them. So I'm like, let's just get back to the cars and leave. And we get back up all across the hollow, and we go back up that opposite hill, and there was a whoop, and there was whoops coming from everywhere i mean i must have counted at least six different locations where i heard whoops at the north at the south end down to the base of the hill that we just come up to get out of the hollow about 50 feet away back over on the opposite hill there was like two or three that whooped like they were celebrating that we left and after that we met up the next day uh we wrapped on the interviews we talked about what happened and then I went to go ask that cameraman about what happened. And he, um, automatically, I wanted it for my records. I didn't care if it went on camera. I said, tell me what happened. As soon as I did, the color in his face just left. And he was white as freshly fallen snow. He broke out in sweat and he got the jitters. And he told me what happened. And, but, to this day, he still will not go in the woods. He was that scared because whenever I stopped, I was 20 feet away from him, looking him dead in the eyes. And even though it was dark and it was in a thick canopy, I could still see his face in low light conditions. So that thing was pretty close to him and it terrified him. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And I still stay in contact with some of the camera crew to this day. I still talk to him. He just don't want to talk about it no more. It's traumatized him to that extent. Well, an experience like that would make almost anyone gun shy, so it's no surprise he'd feel that way. You told us about the shotgun you started carrying with you after that big meal ran you off a few years ago. Have you noticed much of a difference in how much activity you see now that you carry it? Yeah, I mean, I do, but... I mean, after the first encounter where that big male ran me out, <laughs> after that, I started carrying a gun. I don't go in the woods unless I've got a rifle or a shotgun with me because of that deal right there. And not only that, we've recently had a spike in sightings of mountain lions and big packs of coyotes being aggressive towards humans, too. So I carry the shotgun for protection primarily. I would never turn a gun on a Bigfoot unless it was a life or death situation. Let's just make that clear. Even though a satellite is going to come down to, you know, a body being required, but I don't want to be the one to have to do it. But I carry that shotgun primarily for safety precautions. And um, nobody, I mean, I'm engaged now. I've got a, a beautiful fiance. I got a mother and I got a brother and I got grandparents. And now that I'm wrestling, now I got fans. None of them want me to come home in a box or in a bucket of what left of, that they found of me. Yeah, that definitely wouldn't be a good thing. You describe Sasquatch as being guardians of the woods. What do you think they protect the woods from? Mainly, I believe, you know, that really they just they're just protecting their habitat like any kind of animal would uh, like, especially whenever it's their home in general like you notice how like for an example the tildy uh the roadrunner the roadrunner if you get too close to her nest with eggs in it she'll hop off that nest and she'll either chase you or she'll act like she's got a broke wing and start sprawling around on the ground i believe you know that a majority of encounters that actually happen is just people that get too close to their home where they actually set up home at ground zero they went and um just recently just got those 
power lines fixed and they had to tear down quite a bit of uh timbers to get to it and they called me down one day and they said they actually found what looked to be a hole in the grapevine that had been opened up just like a doorway and it was about the size of what of looking like a hobbit hole door and it looked like something big had been going through there because the ground was completely trammed down it, there was no like hoof marsh or anything it was just flat and i honestly believe you know that they protect like you and me would with our home if there was an intruder they protect what's theirs yeah they're pretty good at doing that too <laughs> the sasquatch you saw that approached you on all fours that night clearly knew that you and the photographer with you were humans why do you think he approached you that way i've actually been asked that question it was a quite a frequent question that was asked at that gala that night where a man adam was up there to present and tell our encounter. I honestly believe, you know, that the flash from the camera startled it. And, you know, with, you know, whenever you fire a gun at night, that muzzle brake will make a pretty big flash. I think, you know, that it assumed that I was um, shooting at it with my shotgun because it made a pretty bright flash. But it ran off whenever the loud gun went off. So, I mean, it could have startled it and it could have been protecting, you know, if there was any young in the area. Because we did hear the two that took off down at the hill down below us where we was at off on our right. So, I also believe that it was just one of two things. Either he's brazen and he's bold and has no fear of man. Or two, it was just protecting what it was near and dear to it. You're probably right on that. That makes a lot of good sense. If someone wants to invite you to be a guest speaker at a Bigfoot-related seminar, how can they do that, Zach? <laughs> Just hunt me down on Facebook. All people got to do is ask. I mean, uh, a lot of people have contacted me through the Southern Illinois Monster Hunters uh, Facebook page and asked me. Some of them actually found me out on Facebook and asked me personally. Or they can go and email me. Uh, still the same email, B-L-I-M-P-S-I-M-H at gmail.com. Well, that makes it easy. For anyone who wants to listen to your podcast, Wrestling with Monsters, how can they do that? On Anchor. Uh, we're on um, Anchor, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts. We're working on getting on iHeartRadio and Pandora. But Wrestling with Monsters is the show for wrestlers, wrestling fans, and cryptid enthusiasts alike. We, I mean, we've had, so far on there, we've had a couple of wrestlers. Um, we've had some people from the Navajo that have actually encountered skinwalkers, people that have encountered the paranormal. Um, and it's a show for, that's ran me and two others, Stacy Coughlin and Ben Bishop. All three of us are either wrestlers or retired wrestlers. Stacy wrestled for the National Wrestling Alliance and the Mid-South Wrestling Promotions. Ben Bip is a local uh, wrestler from here in Southern Illinois. His wrestling name is String Bean. And then there's me, a trainee for Stride Pro Wrestling under the name the Old School Outlaw, Duke Randall. And we have such a good time doing it. And... um 
other than that, I mean, we got so many other projects going. Uh, we just wrapped me and Ben did on a project with a local movie crew, uh, Red Room Media out of Springfield, Illinois, and their movie just dropped on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Um, the Creature of Big Muddy, an Illinois Bigfoot legend. And it's a movie that stars people like Kevin uh, Lee Nelson and Chad Lewis. And then it's a lot of local researchers and eyewitnesses that actually had an encounter with the Big Muddy Monster, which was a Bigfoot back in the, in the 1970s and the 80s. So you could find that on Amazon Prime. It's only like $7.99 to buy it and $1.99 to rent it. Go ahead and check it out. Also, um, recently I've launched the uh, Mysterious Illinois YouTube show on the Southern Illinois Monster Hunters page. And I go out and I investigate and interview accounts of uh, all kinds of things, whether it's paranormal, cryptid, or something that's uh, actually known wildlife that shouldn't even be here that the DNR say doesn't exist in Southern Illinois and they're trying to cover it up. Like the first episode, Who's Afraid of the Big Black Cat? It was a show devoted to entirely about black mountain lions in southern Illinois, and I interviewed two brothers that were actually stalked by a black mountain lion. So be sure to check all those out. But to get on, back to what you said, to get on the Wrestling with Monsters podcast, check us out on our Facebook page, Wrestling with Monsters. We have the podcast and the blog on wordpress.com. And um, if you want to be on the podcast, whether you are a wrestler, whether still active, retired, or if you've had a cryptid encounter, you can get a hold of us on there, on the Facebook page, Wrestling with Monsters. Send us a message, and one of us will get back to you as soon as possible. I'll tell you what, Zach, you sure do have a lot going on right now. I definitely, obviously, wish you the best with all that, though. You're a good man, and I know you can handle it. But having said that, I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing those experiences with us. I really appreciate it. Anytime, Vic. Anytime, my friend. It's good to be back. Well, it's great having you back. Thanks again so much. Have a great night. That's it for another episode of Bigfoot Eyewitness Radio with Vic Cundiff. If you've had a Sasquatch encounter and would like to be a guest on the show, please go to BigfootEyewitness.com and submit a report. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.